less than 12 short months ago. Bitcoin was trading at over $50,000. Ethereum was trading at over $4,000. And the entire crypto world looked forward to 2022 with the hope that easing lockdown restrictions and a growing economy would bring good fortune to the crypto market. It was predicted that Bitcoin would reach $100,000, adoption would grow, and a new financial paradigm would emerge. Although many of these rosy predictions didn't come true, others, such as Sam Bankman-Fried's, foreshadowing that many cryptocurrency exchanges were secretly insolvent, proved to be eerily accurate, and billions of dollars were lost throughout the course of the year through exchange failures, hacks, and scams. Join me in today's video, where we recap the biggest crypto news of 2022 and what we can expect in 2023. Hey everyone, and welcome back. This is The Part-Time Economist, and in today's video, we are taking a look back at some of the highlights of crypto in 2022, and I will be the first to tell you, it has been a year in crypto. I could make this video 20 hours long and still not cover everything, so these are going to be the things that stood out to me. They might be things that seem relatively minor to you, um, but in my opinion, these are the big things of 2022. So 2022, it kind of started off strong. We had the Crypto Bowl and all these ads on the Super Bowl about cryptocurrency, and we brought awareness to millions of people. We had a strong bull run in 2021, and we were really hoping that this momentum would carry us through. This would be the year that everything goes to the moon. We would get this mass adoption, but right off the bat, we started to realize that this might not be the case. And although this is a relatively minor blockchain, one of the things that really stood out for me right at the beginning of the year was the Wax blockchain started to charge users to open new accounts using the uh, Wax Cloud Wallet. Now, for those of you who do not know, Wax was a hugely popular blockchain in 2021 for creating NFTs, for launching blockchain-based games, uh, because it was easy to use and you could create an account simply through your email or social media. You didn't need to manage your public and private keys. and it was just very accessible. So seeing that slow pivot away from accessibility and bringing more people on board to trying to grab more money, that in my mind started to show a big shift in the crypto market. Now, I know I'm not even mentioning um, some hacks that happened early in the year. We'll get to more hacks later on. But again, this is for me personally. That was a tragedy because I've made a lot of videos about Wax. I thought it was really accessible. I liked that it didn't really have any transaction fees. So that one really was a sour start to my crypto 2022. But things definitely don't stop there because if you remember... In the early part of the year, the United States really, and other parts in the world as well, we really started to see the scourge of inflation. So the Federal Reserve, which is the central bank in the United States, started slowly hiking interest rates. And 
wouldn't you know it, as we saw these interest rates start to slowly go up, the price of Bitcoin started to trickle down, down, down as the times of easy money came to an end. And in this bear market, as things started to trend downward, the appeal of a stable coin that earns a good interest from lending it out became very appealing. So we had the Terra Luna debacle, which essentially was a stable coin and a cryptocurrency that were algorithmically uh, pegged to each other to maintain a stable value. And at some points, it was offering up to a 20% interest rate for lending out a stablecoin. Now, I want to be clear, this isn't a 20% interest rate from investing in a asset like Bitcoin or Ethereum that can go up or down. The idea behind Terra Luna was that you were lending out a dollar-denominated asset. So, you don't have to worry about your asset gaining or losing value. You're going to get that 20% interest rate. But what do we know about things that seem too good to be true? Well, as with most things, if it seems too good to be true, it usually is. And Terra Luna broke through all the records, hit all-time highs in April. And the interesting thing to me is as this project started to implode, and this is something that we're going to see repeat throughout 2022, as the project started to implode, uh, the founder came out and said, it's all, you know, kind of just making jokes about it. Uh, I'll throw up a screenshot so you can see, but um, just really kind of brushing off these concerns. And despite hitting these highs in April, by May, so less than a month later, the chain had been halted numerous times, the price completely crashed, and it was delisted from almost every major exchange. In the aftermath, they tried to launch a subsequent uh, new Terra blockchain that didn't really make investors whole. But moving on, in a precursor of things to come, you're probably thinking if there was this massive crash of Terra Luna, it's probably going to have ripple effects throughout the entire crypto ecosystem. And you would be correct in thinking that. In the beginning of June, so not very far after the Terra Luna collapse, Coinbase said that it was not only going to be stopping hiring, but literally rescinding job offers for people that had got their offers, that had planned on moving to go work in this new location. And again, just rescinding these job offers. And that got a lot of people thinking, is there something going on behind the scenes in the crypto world that we don't know about? And indeed, there was. Following the collapse of Terra in May, signs of uncertainty began to ripple throughout the entire crypto ecosystem. And on June 11th, there was starting to be a lot of concern about other crypto lenders, right? Lenders that may have had exposure to Terra. One such crypto lender was Celsius, which was a centralized custodian where you could deposit Bitcoin, Ethereum, a bunch of different cryptos, and they would lend it out on your behalf, kind of like a bank, except they weren't a bank and they weren't insured like a bank. But never you mind, because CEO Alex Mashinsky came out and said, Everything talking about the financial difficulties is just fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Everything is fine. That is from the 11th of June. 
Just a single day later on the 12th, we see that Celsius freezes withdrawals, swaps, and transfers in response to extreme market conditions, fueling rumors that the platform has become deeply insolvent. And then on July 13th, Celsius Network files for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. This is not unique to Celsius. We saw countless other exchanges fail, uh, a notable one being Voyager. But let's not focus on the exchanges and lending and making money. Maybe we just need to slow down and enjoy the wonderful world of blockchain gaming. The most popular blockchain game, Axie Infinity, suffered a $600 million hack. It says the official report from the company noted that the hackers managed to get access to private keys to validator nodes, resulting in the compromise of five validator nodes, which is also the threshold required to approve a transaction. The Ronin chain, uh, which is tied to Axie Infinity the game, currently consists of nine validators, and the hacker managed to get access to four of them along with a third-party validator. So basically what happened, they were able to hack into this cryptocurrency sidechain and make off with $600 million in funds, proving that even blockchain-based games are not safe. And if you're probably thinking that this sounds like a lot of risk for an asset that is supposed to be secure, decentralized, and permissionless. You would be right, and you wouldn't be the only one thinking that. In fact, the fearless SEC chairman himself, Gary Gensler, has come to our rescue and started cracking down on numerous cryptocurrency projects that he has deemed to be securities. For example, the LBC coin, which was the native token of a video hosting platform, kind of like YouTube, was judged to be a security. Library lost its lawsuit against the SEC. And on top of that, we have the indictment of Coinbase executives that were prosecuted not just for fraud in general, but specifically securities violations because they were front-running trades. Essentially, what they were doing is they knew if a coin gets listed on Coinbase, it's going to get a lot of popularity. People are going to want to purchase it. So let's buy for ourselves these coins before they get listed on the exchange. And the huge important thing here is that they are specifically being investigated for securities violations, which shows that the SEC is really trying to grab the crypto market and classify these as securities so that they can regulate it. But everything that we've discussed so far pales in comparison to the bombshell of them all. We have FTX using customer funds to prop up trading at its sister company, Alameda Research. Now, this is an ongoing investigation, but the big thing about FTX was it was the chosen one. It was the crypto exchange that was the golden boy. It was the crypto exchange that was going to bail these other exchanges out when they failed in the aftermath of the Terra Luna collapse. But as we have seen, over and over and over in crypto, just before the collapse of the exchange, they're saying everything's fine, you have nothing to worry about, but it turned out to be a massive fraud with billions and billions of dollars being lost. But I don't want to focus on just the negatives. It's time for some positive news. We had a massive technological achievement. 
in November, the Ethereum merge. Again, a massive tech achievement that merged a proof-of-work blockchain into a proof-of-stake blockchain, making it more sustainable, making it more environmentally friendly, and gaining the attention of regulators that say, now that it is no longer a proof-of-work chain and it is a proof-of-stake chain, it just might be a security. And on top of that, there is still no expected date for us to be able to withdraw our staked Ethereum. So, in summary, it has been a very rough year for crypto. Definitely not the year that we have hoped for, but what can we look forward to in 2023? Well, at this point, your guess is as good as mine, but I can pretty much guarantee two things. We will have more exciting, just off-the-wall comments from Michael Saylor, who says that Bitcoin is a swarm of cyber hornets serving the goddess of wisdom, feeding on the fire of truth, exponentially growing ever smarter, faster, and stronger behind a wall of encrypted energy. So I can expect more off-the-wall tweets from him, but I can also expect him to keep buying more Bitcoin even if he has to sell Bitcoin that he already owns to buy more identical Bitcoin. It's an interesting world that we live in in cryptocurrency. It's a wild ride and I am not qualified to give you any kind of financial advice. The best I can tell you for 2023 is to always do your own research and when you're making these investments, consider that you may lose all of it, especially if you're leaving it on a centralized exchange. As always, thanks for watching, I hope you enjoyed, and I wish you a very happy new year.